profits have hit a record high and you've all worked overtime to make it happen. So it's time to be rewarded with a corporate pizza party. The podcast taking you inside the highs and lows of corporate America, hosted by Dan Space, Farah Shargi, and Mike Petito. We couldn't afford bonuses this year, but sit back and enjoy the next best thing. Welcome, everyone, to Corporate Pizza Party. Today's episode is what happens when one HRBP meets with three recruiters on a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And hilarity will ensue. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening in. I'm Daniel, the HR business partner, formerly with Spotify, Electronic Arts. And I would love to introduce my co-hosts, Farah. Let's kick it off to you. Why don't you tell us something about yourself? Well, hello, everybody. I'm Farah Shargi, and I love donuts my favorite dessert in the world. I don't know about you guys, but I've got a donut place around the corner and it's called Bob's Donuts and it's 24-7 and I'm hankering for a donut. I have a donut place around the corner too, but because I live in the suburbs, it's called Dunkin' Donuts and (laughs) that's all we have around here. I love Dunkin'. Dunkin' makes really good coffee drinks, I have to say. They're not healthy, but they're great. Very much so. And I'm very, very honored that we have a special guest today. Amy Miller is joining us today. And what I thought was really fun because it my one year of joining TikTok, someone wrote to me saying, hey, you remind me of Amy Miller. I'm like, who's Amy Miller? She was like, she's you on LinkedIn. And I was like, I'm pretty fabulous <laughs> and amazing, though. Like, And then I started following her. I'm like, oh, we don't know. Yeah, she's me on LinkedIn. Like, <laughs> so Amy, we're so, so happy you joined us here today. Hello. Tell us about yourself, either about a dessert that Hello. you love or about who you are. Oh, well, I have a donut place, too. It's called Henry's, and it sells out at, like, 6 a.m., so I never get to enjoy it. I just get to drive by and wave at it, you know, once I finally wake up. But, yeah, a couple times I've had, like, leftovers, and they're fantastic. So, but, yeah, I'm Amy Miller. I'm a corporate recruiter, a.k.a. Bride of Satan, and here to (laughs) talk about all things recruiting and just honored to be in your presence, y'all, and to be compared to Dan. Holy crap, I'm putting that on my profile. Like oh immediately, God, no. <laughs> yeah. The, the the Dan of corporate recruiting. That's going to be my new tagline. <laughs> a, a fun fact is, I was once called a less famous Amy Miller. So apparently, Amy Miller is just the name that likes to get used. Well then, this could, this could go off the rails quickly because depending on who said it, because there are definitely people that like Amy Miller is a curse word. So it just depends. I mean, there's I've got fans and I I love them and appreciate them and send them T-shirts regularly to keep them happy. But there are people who are like, "Mm." Amy, you're in good company. People say that about us all the time. It's all good. (laughs) Yeah. Look, all of us are the least popular people possible as working in HR and being, excuse the word, Internet influencers. We could not fall in a worse spot on the Venn diagram to the general public. (laughs) Bottom of the bottom. I just I have a theory. I have a theory. Can I test it real quick with this fine group? Mm -hmm. Did yeah. any of us have a positive or popular high school experience? No, absolutely not. No. <laughs> I, I was an I orchestra. I, I was think, an orc dork. I there think was no way. To that. Yeah, I was no, in band. I played trumpet. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. okay. I, I'm working on something here. Everyone who is popular and becomes a recruiter is out of recruiting three months later when they find out they could do something else. Like marketing. (laughs) Yes. Into the marketing. (laughs) We want to thank Amy for joining us on on our wonderful podcast where we talk about everything from uh, job search advice, good content, bad content, fun things, uh, fun games. We have some fun, uh, a fun little game that we're going to play for Amy. So, Amy, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you have become famous for? 
snarking on the internet. <laughs> we, For those we are in an audio format, but Amy has pointed her shirt that says, I clap back. I clap back. Yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm stuck on the visuals. Um, yeah, I, I've become famous for having a big mouth about recruiting. And it started, I started blogging like, I don't know, 12, 13 years ago, maybe. And I think what what separates me from a lot of like the big tech recruiters who have big followings and who talk a lot is I will actually get in the mud and wrestle with you in the comments. <laughs> like a lot of them will just ignore it or they'll delete comments or they'll block people. I'll be like, oh, do you want to fight? Okay. Okay. And I'm putting my hair up. I'm taking my earrings out. You know, I'm ready to go. So that <laughs> has, I, I get a lot of like internal, you know, accolades and people like, oh my God, I just watched your latest video or this, that, and thing. And I'm like, it's kind of spicy. I'm like, we love spice. <laughs> okay. Can you tell I my know. boss that Amy, I'm okay? Like, <laughs> Amy, we talked about that CEO, the one that you and I commented about recently. <laughs> oh, heavens. Oh, bless. <laughs> so much fun. I like the, the comment tusslings. I do the same thing. But I also find that it makes us look completely unhinged when we do it oh, eventually. Oh, for sure. Oh, um, I am unhinged. So, <laughs> hello. Here I am, world. <laughs> the, the very first video I had that went over a million views. My instinct in growing on TikTok was always interact with people. That's what you do. You reply yeah. to comments. It's how you grow. But what happens when you have a million views is you get like a few hundred thousand comments. And after a while, somebody new comes to your video. And what yeah. they see is, one person replying to like 20,000 people over and over again about how stupid they are. And you realize you, you don't look like the winner in this situation. Data point versus trend. Like Mike got in an argument with somebody. Mike just yelled at 20,000 people individually. <laughs> I see the difference. It's something yes. to be mindful of if I ever get that big. Okay. Noted. But Amy, like to be fair to you and to those of us in this room, like for me, when I'm interviewing for a job as a recruiter, like I ask really tough questions because yeah. I'm not afraid to get into it, especially with hiring managers, because mm -hmm. I think they are mm -hmm. the worst offenders when it comes to the hiring process. It's not the candidates. Mm -hmm. Candidates are great for the most part, but the hiring managers are a royal pain in the tush. And if we can't be like tough cookies, they will just run yeah. all over us. Absolutely. The customer service recruiter. And I don't mean recruiters who recruit for customer service. I mean, recruiters who buy into that idea that the customer is their hiring manager and the hiring manager is always right. And that's just not true. And look, I consult with love. Okay. I care about my business partners. I care about my hiring managers. And some of them, like, we're good friends. Like, I go to parties at their houses and stuff. Like, we have a good rapport. But it was not without difficulty. Like, there were definitely moments when Amy would march into people's offices and have words. So what I find funny, Amy, and I, I would be curious to know your feedback on this. I, I started to develop a reputation on TikTok for being smarmy and snarky. And what would be funny no. would be, I, 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 I was, I was as shocked as you were, but like, people <laughs> would not heard this. Like, like when people would write something insulting and I would kind of like clap back, they would say, and you work in HR. I'm like, do you think we're in a professional environment? Like, so have you had to find that at all? Like I was luckily a consultant. I had yes. worked myself, but like, how have, have you managed through that? Here, here's the here's the reality of this. I love that you're bringing this up, Dan, because I like y'all are so desperate to believe that robots exist in my profession that you expect me to be the robot. I'm not allowed to have feelings. I'm not allowed to have emotions. I'm not allowed to have hobbies outside of work. Like I have a whole personality that I have built and put on like a uniform when I clock in. Okay, I know how to keep it together. I know how to use phrases like 
thank you for the feedback. We'll take that under advisement while I'm secretly cussing you, you know, behind the scenes, but don't get it twisted. Like I'm a whole person outside of my nine to five. I can behave appropriately. I can do the right thing. I can triage your application professionally and still call you out if you try to, you know, don't start no crap. We'll be no crap, man. That's what my Nana taught me. Come on now. (laughs) It's that simple. Like we all understand. It's a swearing show. Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, at this point, yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> it is since we invited you on. There you go. <laughs> so to date, which has been your favorite internet tussle that you've oh had? Oh my gosh. My favorite <laughs> internet tussle. <laughs> I like well, there's there's, there's three of Amy's like, favorites. Yeah. Like I have three in mind of like oh my like, oh my god, she's just I would love out to hear your favorites. <laughs> I yeah, I don't I don't know if I should name names. Uh, probably maybe the guy, it was like a real estate agent in Texas or something. Is that one of them, Dan? That was the one I was thinking of. Yeah. He was like obsessed with like his zip code and thought that candidates should be judged on their zip code or whatever. And and again, you know, speaking of high school experiences, Mm -hmm. like I was not only on the wrong side of the tracks, like the tracks were nowhere to be found. Like we had to walk (laughs) 10 miles uphill to get to the tracks. So, so I took that personally, (laughs) I mean, as somebody who had to kind of fight my way out of, you know, poverty and whatnot. And yeah, I heard, I, I swear to God, I had no part of this. I did not do it, but I heard like third hand that there might've been a glitter bomb sent or, you know, you can like (laughs) log on and buy people presents. Like, look, they, they are few, but they are rabid, my fans. Okay. (laughs) I God had nothing to do with them. it. I was horrified. I don't even know if it really happened. Like it might've just been a rumor that spiraled, but I thought that was really interesting because I really thought I was going to get in trouble over that one because we got a little, we got a little snarky, but it died down. I don't I know. Say, and I know that that has happened to you a few times. Um, I, I, I remember yeah. a, a few times where people have like tagged you. They tried to tag P- at, at execs to where oh, it yeah. worked. My company. Um, yep. And it's, I've always found it to be really, really great that you have never let that deter you from how you speak to people. And it doesn't, you don't let that fear you. Don't let that change. You know, yeah. I'm certainly that same way, but I also have the value of working for myself. So I'm like, <laughs> totally. And that's, that's such an, you know, I've got, I've got a couple of thoughts on that. So first of all, I do believe it or not. You might look at my content and go, she did not think that through. I promise you I did even just momentarily, even for like a second. And maybe the rage overrode my common sense sometimes. I don't know. I'm not saying that never happens, but I do kind of look at my content through the lens of, could I read this out loud in my CEO's office? And if I feel like I could do it, in tears under great embarrassment, I'm still going to hit send, right? right? Like, I'm not saying I'd be proud of everything, but I'm saying I can defend it, right? So I kind of look at it through that lens. And I also am very cautious to never say my company's name when I'm doing personal engagements, my YouTube videos, my blogs, things like that. I do keep that very separate. I have memorized the social media policy. Like, I'm not an idiot. I'm very cautious and careful with separating that. But I also feel almost, and this is going to sound weird, but like there's almost kind of this moral obligation, I think, for those of us that have been in the industry a long time and who know a lot about this stuff to help job seekers who just don't. It's not their fault. It's not their field. I don't know anything about structural engineering, right? I don't need to know that, but I should be able to communicate with the structural engineer on how to best land a job, go through the interview process, whatever. So I could be quiet and still make a ton of money and still be happily employed and still be doing everything 
but you all, not you three, but the general population would be missing out, frankly. Absolutely. So no, I totally sure. agree. Love it. So on that, let's get into our first segment. So Amy, tell us, of course, uh, tell us, tell us about a time. <laughs> tell us about a time. behavioral intervention question wise. But what was like the worst job interview you ever conducted? And of course, donate names or any kind of PDI. <sighs> but like, what Gosh. what happens? How did you handle it? Okay, I the one. <laughs> okay, I was running a staffing agency. And we were opening a new facility, like in the middle of nowhere, Kentucky. So I had flown from California, Southern California to Kentucky, lived in an extended stay for six weeks to stand up this new branch. And part of that, we were taking over a, a previous, a new client that we'd stolen from another agency or whatever. Right. And I had to go interview all of the contractors and convince them to continue working for our end client, but work for me instead. And so I'm in this room with these three good old boys, you know, who have been like loyal to this previous agency and company for 20 years. I'm some upstart. I'm like 25 at the time. I'm a baby. You know? And I'm in here like in my polyester, you know, Charlotte Russe suits, <laughs> trying to convince <laughs> them that this is going to be great. You're going to make more money. And one of them leans across the table and looks me dead in the face and he goes, keep talking and I'll fix your little red wagon. And I'm just like... <laughs> Watch. I don't know what that is, and I don't think it needs fixing. So this was very like I was very worried, but I grew up in the Midwest among some of these rough and tumble people. So I asked him if I needed to call his nana, and he backed off. So it was <laughs> yeah, but I was terrified. Like I didn't know what was gonna. I was like, I'm just trying to get you to deliver some good medicine for you. Oh, sure. Good for you, Amy. <laughs> Wow. I was like, <laughs> did he ever explain? No, no, never. We we moved on to a different topic at that point. <laughs> but just, they were not digging it. I mean, they did end up staying. I guess it was a successful interview at the end. But I'm going to fix your little red wagon. I'm like, sir, are you harassing me? See, this was long before me, too. There's so many things I could pull out at this stage, but like 20 years ago, 25 years ago, what are you going to do? Call their manager. Yeah, That's it. It's like, yeah. I looked it up. When I typed fix your little red wagon was the first thing to come up. Oh, Interestingly, oh on a Google boy. search. I've um, never heard it except for that one guy. What does it say? So, wow. So the, I will tell you that this idiom is rarely heard today, according to idiomsonline.com. <laughs> However, you have anything heard Anything recruiters won't research. Anything. I will dig into anything. I, if you would have told me this person's name, I would have messaged them and asked them myself. We can find um, them. I guarantee it. <laughs> So FBI fixing someone's little red. Yeah. Yeah. We, there's nothing I can't figure out here. This is how we found out that Dan is an urban dictionary. But oh gosh. to fix a little red wagon is to punish somebody, usually through spanking. When it's said to a child, it usually means spanking or some other form of punishment is being threatened for an infraction of the rules. Examples of use. Tom said that you break another window and I'll fix your little red wagon, but for good. Put it through the wood. Oh my god, that checks out. He wanted to spank me. <laughs> yeah, oh I feel god. like I just solved a lifelong mystery for you that somebody oh, threatened word. to spank you during a job oh interview. Gosh, during oh a job interview, god. I was threatened with a spanking. Gee. Oh my god! All right, that's that's a new one. <laughs> yeah, that, I've been threatened in a lot of ways. Universe. 
that would be the start of an amazing love story probably somewhere not here yeah. but you know somewhere yeah that, that yeah. rom-com was probably like a 60s right. 70s rom-com yeah. that that would not fly nowadays so how did you meet your spouse well this one time i was interviewing him and yeah. <laughs> and he, he said this one red wagon to was me broken. and that was such a turn on i knew that this man was the man i needed to marry <laughs> All right, so now we're gonna we're gonna go to our game, Amy. Are you ready? So we I'm have ready. combed the internet for some of your mm. best clapbacks, but oh, we also put them into a pile of my best clapbacks and some other random clapbacks. And we're going oh. to ask you if you said this, if I said this, or if this was if this belonged to someone else. Oh, I ready? feel so inspired already. Okay, it's I'm gonna a, write it, some of these down. Okay. All right, Mike, you're all first. Amy, did you ever say to somebody? Was this the latest topic on your crap content calendar? Yes, that's me. <laughs> it is you. You're correct on somebody who did not like job hopping. <laughs> you just knew it, though. You knew that was your... That was recent. That was like last week, I feel like. <laughs> you know what's funny is it wasn't, but I did point out to everyone that I found that you have said this more than one time. Oh, so yeah, when I really yeah, that's found a regular. This. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, this is just a staple for you. This is one of my foundational clapbacks, yes. All right, we started too easy. Yeah, all right, it's good. It'll get harder as time goes on. Farrah, go ahead. <laughs> okay, okay. God, all right, so Ms. Many. Amy Miller. Okay, Amy, so <gasps> have you ever written, quote, embarrassed to be in any way associated with that absolute trash bag full of nonsense? I have definitely said that. <laughs> yes, you I, definitely I am, said that. Yes, Ding, 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 ding. So you said that in response to the ex-Google recruiter saying you shouldn't use the green open to work banner on LinkedIn. Trash bag was heavily edited from a few other choice words that I thought I probably shouldn't post. So yeah. yes, I put a lot of thought into that clap back. It really it turns out we don't have to dig far back into history to find you saying these things <laughs> to so people. All right, so then mine is, did you ever write, half of you people need a dictionary for Christmas? Oh, my God. I thought we were going to get a variety. Why aren't they all Amy clapbacks? I totally said that. <laughs> <laughs> there, Do you know what that was in response to? I was in response to a poll that went completely sideways. There are people out there. I'm getting everybody dictionaries for Christmas because requirements actually mean something according to Webster. I'm just saying. Google it. <laughs> Amy Miller does not want you to shoot your shot. Be very clear. <laughs> First, I want you to make sure that your your weapon is loaded, that you are inside of the target, you are pointed at the target, you have the proper ammunition for the weapon that you're loading, and you are shooting carefully. That's the shot I want you to take. Boom. All right, Mike, okay. we got the hard ones coming now. We, we started off with yeah. some easy ones, some recent ones. Okay. Okay. Ones all three you of those did happen to be things you've written. You did happen to say all those within the last week. Oh, God, screenshots are what forever. You do. Okay, is this an Amy Miller line? Like water flowing downhill, some recruiters are just too weak to paddle. Oh, I would love to take credit, but I got to give that one to Dan. You did say that, Amy. I did? You did tell a recruiter <laughs> who posted something that made them appear a little bit biased that they are too weak to paddle. That's really clever. I'm really glad I said that. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you. 
Wait, I might steal that one from you, Amy. That one's pretty damn good. Let's 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 jot that one down. <laughs> <laughs> Slap it on a t-shirt. <laughs> there you go. Sell it on Dang, the TikTok show. <laughs> All right, Farrell. Okay, Amy. So, is this an Amy Miller quote? Quote. People who I'm this massive bully running a gang of Street Fighter recruiters or some shit. Ma'am, I live in the suburbs, drive a Kia, and bake homemade cinnamon rolls in my pink slippers while drinking Pinot Grigio. Hey, That's a since, tough one, I know. I have since traded in the Kia for a Jetta, but everything else is still true, okay? Everything else is still true. I do bake cinnamon rolls from scratch every time my husband makes chili. It's requirements. <laughs> Nice. Do you remember what you said that, that to? Well, I, we probably don't want to name names, but I feel like there was somebody who maybe worked at a mall kiosk that was trying to drag me that had to be told about it. So, yeah. all right, so then, here we go. go Might have been related to that. <laughs> Increasing the level again. Um, have you ever <laughs> wrote that you like to annoy men by speaking to them the same way they they speak to you because it's your kink? <laughs> <laughs> I love men. I'm married to one. I have sons. Like I love men, but you know, they, they really don't like the mirror. Right. And I will do that intentionally. I will, I will comment back using the same verbiage and the same like sentence structure and things like that, that men use on some men use on me and they get really mad. Like mm -hmm. super emotional. Yeah. Very, very it's it's a like to see. And then if you tell them, you know, you're getting a little emotional, then they go off the rails. I've said that too. I hope that's not on the list because that's definitely me. <laughs> well, Amy, I'm sure as you've managed to figure out, all of them are yours. This oh, was a gosh. trick game. <laughs> Apparently. But turns out there was just an endless amount of Amy Miller quotes. There's so many. I don't know how you guys picked. Like, were those favorites or just readily available? I'm curious. I mean, it didn't take long. <laughs> All right. So for our for our final segment, our recommended topping segment, what Amy? Let's now that we've 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 laughed and joked and had our fun. What would be one yes. piece of really meaningful advice that you would give right now to candidates in the job market? Like, what is your, your one you know, like? You know what? This is a good piece of advice. Yeah, I I really think and. This almost runs counter to somebody who creates a lot of content. I don't want you to listen to me if I'm not in a position to get you where you're trying to go, right? Like, I think I have some good general advice. I think everyone on this panel is an absolute must follow, knows their shit really well. But I also respect that every job search is unique. Every company has their own processes, procedures. Those recruiters at those companies are the ones first and foremost you should be talking to. Don't worry about what I say. If you're trying to get a job at a teeny tiny manufacturing company in like, you know, South Georgia, like they may have different processes and things that don't align to what I would recommend. So go follow them. Like, don't get caught up in the like, oh, this person has all these followers or they have all these things. Like, follow the advice that actually gets you where you're trying to go. Even if it's not mine. I don't care. I don't make any money off this shit. Do you guys? I'm doing it wrong. I feel like <laughs> working for free. Some of us do. You can talk to us after after the episode, Amy. We'll help you. Yeah. I'll call you later. The, the people you're cool. saying to not listen to make the most. Um, but, well, there you go. Oh, yeah. shit. Sorry. Listen to everybody here. <laughs> Buy the stuff they sponsor. I'm just kidding. Uh, so, but, and now, Amy, what is, and, and, and I'm going to apologize to my producer here if, because we might go a little bit over, but I'm curious. Off the top of your head, what is your least favorite advice? Like, what is the one piece of advice that when you see it, it just, it, it, 
face red. It, it, it'll turn your red little wagon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which you want to you want to give my little red wagon a shove? Yeah. Any time <laughs> now that I know what that means, I I I feel like I need to talk to my therapist about this. <laughs> <laughs> this has colored my whole professional life. Anything? Oh gosh, just one piece, Dan. Damn it. I think anything that involves beating the ATS, that is like such, such an immediate, like, do you want to get Amy riled up? Do you want to see her like go full Medusa and turn men to stone? Tell her you're going to beat the ATS. Like that's... 75% of resumes get kicked out of yeah. the ATS. Oh yeah. Fake stats, fake stats. There fake we go. Stats. That's the better answer. Fake stats. And I tell you what, I, I understand from people not in the business. I, I respect it. You don't know what you don't know. You fall for the marketing stuff. You read the blogs. You think, well, this person, you know, it's from Forbes. Surely they know what they're talking about. When I hear the call coming from inside the house, I will absolutely lose my shit. If you're a recruiter, you have a responsibility to actually know what you're talking about. And if you don't, then just shut up. That's okay. You don't Agreed. have to talk. Like your brain won't shut up if you close your lips. I promise. <laughs> do that. Gonna add it. We can just keep this game going. I just heard two more quotes to add to the list. <laughs> Amy, thank you so so Amy much for joining me. us today. Please, <laughs> please tell us where. Uh, please tell our listeners where where they can find you, where they can um, hunt you down and get some nuggets of your wisdom. Yeah. So LinkedIn, of course, Amy Mill. And YouTube at Amy Miller is my channel. I do want to follow in Mike's footsteps and get back onto TikTok at some point, but everything can be found at recruitinginyogapants.com. Story for another time, how I came up with that name. But yeah, go to <laughs> recruitinginyogapants.com. You'll find anything and everything about me. Great. Thank you I so much. Request. We really appreciate you coming today. Thank oh, you. Sorry about that, Dan. <laughs> I have a request of you, Miss Amy, since you're our first guest yes. on this podcast. And this is the Corporate Pizza Party podcast. What is your favorite pizza? <laughs> this is where half of the audience just starts, oh, pan, I'm going to get like zero stars. I love ham and pineapple and jalapenos. <gasps> Interesting. Ooh, Interesting. Interesting. Wait, why the jalapeno? Oh, I like a little oh, spice. Itch. Can't you tell from my content? <laughs> like yeah. We love that about I you. I love it spicy. I, I always get like, you know, extra stars at the at the Thai restaurants. And at first they're like, really white girl? And now they know me. They're like, okay, I'll give you a little extra. <laughs> I like the spice. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you, Amy. Before you do go, one last question. This is important yes. because we need okay. we need to secure this. This has to be a hundred percent done deal. You've been with us for half an hour. Amy, do you yeah. have any reservations about this episode so far? Is there anything we can do better so, for you? I hope I didn't drag you all down. That's the worry, right? Like, oh, they're slumming with Amy. How bad is it out there? <laughs> oh, terrific. You guys are super fun. I really am just so blessed to know you. And I seriously, it's been like a fangirl moment. So thank you for having me. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, um, thank again, you I for being be found, here. Thank, yeah. Sorry, again, I could be found on Dan, Dan from HR on socials, Farah. I can be found at Farah Shargi on TikTok, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube. And I am Realistic Recruiting on all social media. And don't forget as well at CorporatePizzaParty.com, which will hopefully be up and running by the time this podcast hits your ears. <laughs> Take it there. Goals. The goal. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you, Amy. Bye. Bye. Thanks, Thanks Amy. You. Bye. Bye.